the payoff is completely worth it. You know where it's going if you've seen Psycho. But not everybody has, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw the remake of it, so I know what happens. <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fiction. This is the one where we review Disney's Zootopia, the latest in their ongoing string of blockbuster smashes. Uh, I am Brandon Rabar, joined as always by Jacob Christop and Rachel Jameson. Zootopia is the story of a city of animals, a fugitive con artist, Fox, and a rookie bunny cop working together to uncover a conspiracy. Uh, Jacob. Roll that beautiful beam footage. Zootopia, a gleaming city where animals of all breeds, predator and prey alike, live together in peace and harmony. Hi, I'm Judy, your new neighbor. Yeah, well, we're loud. Don't expect us to apologize for it. ZPD's first rabbit officer, Judy Hops. You ready to make the world a better place? Bad news in this city gripped by fear. What can you tell us about the animals that went savage? Are we safe? This is priority one. Hops. Parking duty. (laughs) Sir, I'm not just some token bunny. You strike out, you resign. Deal. here to ask you some questions about a case. Then they should have gotten a real cop to solve it. You are under arrest. For what? Hurting your free wings? You are a key witness. No, he is. Hey, I need you to run a plate. All right, I know a guy. You need something done, he's on it. They're all slots? We are in a really big hurry. I am on it? Break. I have 36 hours left. We can only solve it together. It's not about how badly you want something. It's about what you are capable of. I am a real cop. Never let them see that they get to you. You bunnies. <laughs> so emotional. No, 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 no. Do not let go. I'm gonna let go. What? We may be evolved, but deep down, we are still animals. Quit it. You're gonna start a howl. For sure, we're a naturalist club. All the way down. Thank you, sir. So, Zootopia is directed by Byron Howard, Rich Moore, and Jared Bush. Three directors on this. That's usually a bad sign, but I think it's a little (laughs) different with animated movies, possibly. Uh, Starring Jennifer Goodwin, Jason Bateman, Idris Elba, Jenny Slate, Nate Torrance, Bonnie Hunt, and a slew of others. Um, kind of an all-star cast here. We'll just jump right into it. Initial thoughts going around the table. Jacob, what were your initial impressions, thoughts of Zootopia? Uh, well, Zootopia, the movie that teaches you that size doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is Disney, right? Not Pixar, right? Yeah, this is Disney, not Pixar. Um I you know I really enjoyed it. I mean, when it comes to animal movies, for the most part, how do you not like those kinds of movies? Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's been a long time, if ever, that we've had something like this. We have this many animals. Maybe like when you had it in Lion King, but 
Anyway, it was kind of cool, like little turn on it, you know, animals acting like human beings in today's yeah. society in a New York type setting, you know, yeah. that's Zootopia, where it's kind of a melting pot of right. all these different cultures and, and sort of thing. Uh, it was uh, a lot of fun. Um, there were a lot of uh, great characters throughout it. I mean, I liked it. I liked it. I wouldn't say it was a great movie. I think they kind of missed on some stuff, but overall, I, I had a I had a fun time watching the movie. I felt it was a little heavy handed at, at times. We can get into that in a little yeah. bit. But overall, I think it's a fun movie. I think kids will love it. I really yeah. wanted to take my nieces and nephews, um, but that didn't work out. So I didn't get to see a lot of children's reaction at the audience that I was in. Right. So I'm curious if y'all did or not. But I had, I had fun and I laughed. And uh, I, I tell you what, if they do a sequel for this, there's so much they can do. There are so many just, you know, I mean, gosh, how many animal jokes are out there? We, we had a text, <laughs> a text chain where I was just... Making zoo jokes or whatever, so <laughs> zoo puns, zoo puns, Lo- lots of puns, <laughs> ton of puns. Uh, so yeah, I liked it. It was it was a fun movie, likable movie. Rachel, what were your thoughts on Zootopia? Pretty much what Jacob said. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun and cute, and pretty much what I expected it to be going into it. I thought it taught a good lesson about not letting your dreams die and yes. all that kind of stuff. But yeah, and I liked a lot of the actors that were in it as well. So it's always fun when you have people that you like and then you get to hear them in an animated movie because it's kind of just a whole different deal. So, no, I liked it a lot. It's always fun for me to try to, like, like I like going into animated movies not knowing who all the voice actors are and then yeah. trying to guess. I'm like, oh, it sounds familiar. Who is that? How do I know him? I really liked Eat Yourself in this. Eat Yourself really? That drives awesome. me nuts because usually yeah. I have to immediately get on my phone and figure out whose voice that is. Well, it's distracting sometimes because <laughs> I don't want to cheat. I want to try to figure out. But then I sometimes feel like I'm not paying attention to the movie because I'm thinking so hard trying to figure out who the voice actor exactly. is. Uh, I really liked Zootopia quite a bit. I thought for a March release, I mean, this is like typically a kind of movie that's going to come out in summer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a big type movie, uh, and I'm really surprised it came out in March. Um, really well done. It was, uh, I think it was smart. Uh, obviously, great, great message, if a little heavy-handed sometimes. But I think you made a good point about kids liking a lot because a lot of the really good movies, animated movies that we've seen recently have been pretty mature. Like Inside Out, we've talked about at length on this show. But this is one I really think that definitely is aimed more towards kids. Although there's a lot of adult humor in it. Like, for instance, I love the the Breaking Bad reference. Obviously, you didn't get the Breaking Bad I, reference? I heard about it, and I don't remember it. Are you kidding me? Remember the whole scene where... That was one of my favorite parts. Remember the scene where the flowers, it looked like a meth lab. They they had the flowers. They were harvesting yeah. them for the juice or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah. well, at one point, dude's talking on the phone. I can't remember what kind of animal it was. And he's like, oh, hold on. Walter and Jesse are here with the coffee. Oh. And he goes out. Uh, it was hilarious. Oh, that was like one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Well, because it was like a meth lab, and then two people came to the door, and it was didn't even Walter cross my mind. But I, yeah. someone did give me a heads up on that. There was, you know, a reference to that. Yeah, I personally love the other reference to the Godfather. I lo- that was my favorite. That I was my that's favorite the best part scene of the movie. Yeah, I loved it. It was so great. Well, especially the build up was so good. Uh, what was his name? At the big Mr. Big. Mr. Big. And like they kept like, oh no, that's not him. And it was like a big animal. Then a bigger animal comes out, like, oh, that's not him. And then it was this little bitty mouse, uh, and you know he sounded just like Brando's Godfather. Yeah. I, I love that whole thing. That whole thing was awesome. 
so there were some adult, you know, obviously kids aren't going to get those things, but more so than a lot of the movies we've seen recently, I think it's, it was definitely kid focused. Yeah. But, but I mean, did you feel like there were multiple themes throughout this movie? I, I kind of feel like it, it became all it got all over the place. It came a little bit too much. Well, you, because it started you, you out both like mentioned underdog. different ones, and I think right. you're both right. But you mentioned completely different morals. Right. Of the it, story, it starts out as an right. underdog type story, right? You know, and then it kind of moves into a, you know, diversity, tolerance, mm-hmm. uh, culture, societal groups. Yes. You know, acceptance. It goes into all that part of that whole theme, and uh, then it kind of goes into like this predators and prey type thing and right by the, the way and i'm gonna say this real quick because i read an article on RogerEbert.com written by matt zoller site so i'm going to reference some things that he said in his article that that was very interesting because the things that are going on right now in our society right where you know look at some of the predators in this movie they were mayor type figures they were mm-hmm. police figures yeah 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 uh, they're you know little kind of tricky little things like that that's true uh, there were a lot of societal, I guess, comments mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, say, for instance, um, only a bunny can call another bunny cute. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Real yeah. tricky little things in there. And it's kind of like, well, it's almost like it's saying, like, okay, uh, it's not good to be prejudiced or racist. But at the same time, people are going to be people and you have to be patient with them. Right. So there were some kind of mix mix i think mixed opinions lessons there's nature versus nurture in it like it was all i thought it was older than that and because of that reason is why i thought it was good not great uh like i agree completely with what he said in his article and that it was almost a missed opportunity to be a classic because there were so many cool things going on but there are so many lessons it was almost overkill. maybe if they could have just focused focused sharply on one or two and really brought home those messages possibly instead of just kind of being all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I didn't really even consider that, but that is a, a good point though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like the only thing that they didn't, <laughs> the only thing that they didn't address was, was like cross breeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's true. <laughs> um, I thought the characters were really likable. I uh, I don't know what it is about rabbit and bunny characters in movies that make they're them so, so adorable. They are adorable. They really are. Like it's a lot possible of my, that you can maybe an illustrator can do a lot with their ears. I don't know. Yeah, you know, make them ears really, down, ears up. I mean, it can and their personalities like are naturally kind of bouncy and and fun. Yeah. At least that's how we kind of they're quick and fun and whatever. I mean, but but a lot of the my favorite animal characters throughout movies have been bunnies. It seems like. Like Donnie Darko. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a fun, Good bouncy point. character. <laughs> cool. uh, but uh, you made me lose, lose my train of thought. Oh, but, but the characters. I, I thought I, I really liked um, – gosh, help me out, guys. What was the main bunny's name? Hops? Was it Hops? Yeah, yeah Hops. Judy, Judy Hops. Hops. Played yes. by Jennifer – uh, acted by Jennifer Goodwin, yeah, who Jennifer Goodwin. I thought was a really good cast for that. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, was. she was. She did. And a if really you don't know who job. Jennifer Goodwin is, she's the third wife in uh, Big Love, and I'm not real sure what else she's been in. Yeah, she's been in quite a few things, but I mean, I know that she was in Once Upon a Time. I didn't watch that show, but I know that she was a a part of it. But Walk uh, the Line, I know that. So, yeah. Anyway, 
Jason Bateman, obviously. I mean, like, this was total Jason Bateman, yeah. his character. He was a fox, which Sarcastic. was perfect for him. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was the perfect. Uh, Idris Elba played the chief. Uh, he was great. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Idris Elba's, like, just perfect for those masculine, strong roles, whether it's a... A bad guy or a good guy. He's yes. just great for that stuff. I completely agree. Um, something I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, I had no idea that was Octavia Spencer that played Mrs. Otterton. Did you guys? I didn't. No. I didn't, actually. But I wasn't trying to figure out who she was, either. Misty knew right away. I was like, oh, I would have never, ever got that. Big it was such fan a of slight, the help. I guess I thought it was weird because it was such a slight character. And she's a pretty big name. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. They got some big names for even Really, some. the only actor I immediately picked out was Tommy Chong. Yeah, I got him <laughs> right away, too. He's so distinctive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that made for a great... He only had that one scene, but it was a really great scene. Well, J.K. Simmons L- is the other one, too. J.K. Yeah. Simmons was good, too. Because he's, yeah. he's a great... Great, and Mona Lisa Saperstein. What? Mona Lisa. Who who played Mona Lisa Saperstein? Jenny Slate. Oh, is yes. Mona Lisa Saperstein from Parks and Rec? Parks and she and was Rick. the bat. Oh. She was the lamb. She was yeah. the bad guy. She right. was great. I just don't which know who Jenny which Slate made is. for a great twist, by the way. I didn't see. Did you guys see that coming at all? That she was the bad guy. A little bit, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you? No, I didn't. I did not see it. I, a lot of times, see the twist coming. I didn't. How did you? I just. I don't know. Once I, I, I just was, I wasn't surprised because she was still a pretty big character that they didn't revisit quite a bit, but they did just enough where it's like, where well, are we going to go back to her? And then, you know, when the mayor gets arrested pretty, I thought pretty quickly, you know, in the movie, it's like, okay, so there's going to be another bad guy here somewhere. Who's left? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be Idris Elba or it could be that little, that little, that little yeah. sheep. So fluffy. Hey, sheep never let me get this close. You can't just touch a sheep's wool. It's like cotton candy. Where to? Uh, Rainforest District. Fine in Tahunga. There. Traffic camps for the whole city. Well, this is so exciting, actually. I mean, well, you know, I, I never get to do anything this important. You're the assistant mayor of Zootopia. Oh, I'm more of a glorified secretary. I think Mayor Lionheart just wanted the sheep vote. But he did give me that nice mug. Oh. Hmm. Feels good to be appreciated. Smell weather! Ah, that's a fun little name he likes to use. I called him Lion Fart once. He did not care for that. Let me tell you, it was not a good day for me. Yes, sir? I thought you were going to cancel my afternoon. Oh, dear. I better go. Let me know what you find. It was really nice for me to be... While we're young, smell weather. You think when she goes to sleep, she counts herself? Oh, shush. Yeah, but she did a good... Jenny Slate was good. She's... She's we should have known. Yeah, we should have known. <laughs> Mona Lisa. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought I thought it was really strong. You know, Disney. I mean, it's. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't Inside Out. Uh, before March release, uh, I would say it's it rivals Deadpool for me for the best movie so far this year. I mean, that's not saying much. Yeah, but um, actually, I have The Witch above all of them. Really, the really. Yeah. Oh, I've thought so much about that movie since I've seen it. <laughs> uh, so have I. Yeah. I have too. It's definitely, it's definitely set with me the most. Yeah. Since then, good or bad, right? It's it's definitely made me think about it the most. Yes. Um, another th- a point about Zootopia, though, I wanted to say that Matt Zeller sites also stated that it's kind of a kind of a nod to Forty Eight Hours. Where you have 
a sly, a sly yeah, kind of takes a, takes a thief to catch a thief. Eddie Murphy. That's true. And uh, you, then you have a cop, you know, bad guy team up to. Yeah, that's not bad true. guy, but cop, you know. Wait, but is is Judy Hopps Nick Nolte in this? <laughs> Technically, <laughs> from a certain perspective, right? She's a lot more likable right. and sweet than Nick Nolte. But... Oh, I love Nick Nolte. <laughs> oh, so did I. But I don't know if I'd call him sweet. You guys have anything else to add? To Not really. Here? I mean, I, I encourage a lot of children to go see it. I think it teaches some valuable lessons. The few kids that were in there when I saw it did come out, and they really liked it. So yeah. I, mean, I, I think it'll go over really well with kids. When I, I saw You said it, Brandon. When I saw my ki- my sister's kids watch Inside Out, they laughed, but they didn't get it. Right. They will love this yeah. movie. They I agree. will love the animals in this movie. And that's why I'm saying they left it wide open for sequels. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm not big on Ice Age. I'm not big on... Neither am I. Uh, what else is there? Madagascar. Madagascar. Yeah. Uh, for some reason. I and like Madagascar. This okay. one, there's I'm some, not big on Ice so Age. There's so many cool things that they did with Zootopia, the city. Yeah, uh, there um, were. And I'm really excited to see what they what they can do going forward. Yeah. If they pull back the reins just a little bit. <laughs> I really liked it. I mean, I, I, I might be underselling how much I liked it. I, I really, really liked it. But I, I'm with you that... It could have been even stronger had they maybe had a more laser-like focus. I'd like to add, I, uh, I saw this with two um, college-age guys from Nigeria. Uh, I didn't know these guys. Misty knows them. They went with this. Anyways, it was a kind of a fun experience. They'd never been to an American movie before, like huh. a movie theater here in America. And I, so I kind of kept looking over at them to see if they got it, to see if it translated. Um, and it didn't. They, really? they, they, I mean, they were watching the movie the entire time, but I don't think it. I don't know if it was a language <laughs> deal or just like not getting pop culture jokes or getting art. But, but I was wondering, you know, because we talk about kids liking it, and in some way they were kind of. But, but it was interesting to me that you know they were smart guys. I talked to them afterwards, but uh, they they didn't really seem to get the movie at all. Really? Yeah. Well, Do they get jokes like which I thought was hilarious? The elephant in the room. See, like, they, they, those are the easiest, the easy, obvious ones. Right, but I don't think that they would like. I don't think that that phrase <laughs> meant anything to them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really? think that they would get that phrase. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So, I just, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> that was good delivery. In, in, ca- in case, you- by the way, I just, I wondered if they were gonna like it. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you're curious about taking some of your you High know, school African Nigerian friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Just go Maybe ahead not. and skip. Yeah. It's not the audience they were going for. <laughs> uh, okay. So what have you guys been watching lately? This is a segment where we kind of just discuss one or two things that we've watched lately, whether it be movies, TV shows, commercials, trailers. Jacob, what have you been watching lately? I watched The Martian again. Nice. Uh, I didn't watch anything new. I've just kind of rewatched a couple of movies because but, of the Oscars. So you're still in right, Oscar mode. Still kind of rewatching all those that were for Best Picture. Right. And, uh, you know, I think we all had really positive things to see about The Martian during our review during the Oscar season. I say it still holds up really well, really well. Um, it's just a good, solid movie. Which again, there are so many of this year. If you haven't seen it, you definitely should check it out. And it's it's a good rewatch. That's good. Uh, I've only seen it once, so that's yeah. good to know that it holds up. Oh, totally, definitely, uh, especially because you know it came out in September-ish, right? And often those are the ones that are kind of overlooked or forgotten by yeah. the time December rolls around, right. you yeah. know. Uh, and strange, right? Yeah, not strange. It's just unfortunate. I guess it is unfortunate. Yeah, because I hate all these movies coming out in December. Yeah, I'd really have it where it's stretched out, but then that happens. I still don't think it's as good as about three or four of the movies, but whatever. 
Uh, the other is on HBO, Tropic Thunder's playing. And I haven't seen <laughs> Tropic Thunder in like 10 years. Or, I haven't seen well, it. I came haven't out in 2008. It. Yeah, I probably haven't seen it since 2008 then. <laughs> yep. It was a fun, it's a good rewatch and also holds up really well. And I still love that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated uh, for a supporting actor, which is just insane. But <laughs> it, is it reminds me of when Cuba Gooding Jr. was presenting the award at that mm-hmm. ceremony and just stares at him. I believe it was Cuba Gooding oh, Jr. It yes. stares at Robert Downey Jr. was like, really? You know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hilarious. give you this award. So, you know, it's it's good that we all have a can have a sense of humor. You know, and. Yeah, I love Robert Downey Jr. and I was so excited at that time because you know Tropic Thunder came out. He was nominated for he was hilarious in that. Iron Man was was out and all that, that same stuff. Year, yeah. And I really thought that like man, he's gonna because I always liked him and I love that he came back. And I really thought that this was gonna be the beginning of like a Robert Downey Jr. like dominating, like getting nominations, getting all these great roles. And really, since then, he's just kind of... <laughs> no, nah, man. He's got those Iron Man paychecks. That's really like Iron he's Man only doing Iron Sherlock. Man and Avengers and Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. But why? I know. Just take all that money and... and yeah, I get it. I'm guessing... But, but what's weird is like the, the couple times he's... I thought he was going to be in an Oscar bait type movie. Like they the failed. soloist. Like the soloist and the, the judge. judge. The judge. Uh, yeah. Both of those... Awful. Both they of were those not bombed. good. Both of those were horrible. Yeah, and I thought I think that he probably everybody involved were like, okay, you know, this will be my artistic artsy uh, Oscar movie, and they just failed. So he's like, screw it, I'm just gonna do Avengers and Sherlock <laughs> and get paid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, lastly, and y'all kind of know this, uh, I rewatched the first season of True Detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the second time I've only seen the show. I watched it in two days. It still holds up as good as any tv show or movie i've ever seen it's so perfectly paced yeah it is so well written so intense uh so well done and that tracking shot right oh god yeah so good i was excited like i knew it was coming (laughs) and i just like got at the edge of my seat and i was just like you know we're talking about episode four at the very end of the episode It's an amazing, amazing tracking shot i gave i gave the first season a 10 out of 10 yeah it was i mean Instantly, and I was so excited for season two, and of course that sucked. Right, it, it's a nine point one on IMDb, and really, which is basically a ten. You think like season two is probably a five or a six, and mm-hmm. then season yeah. one's a ten. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and if you haven't seen it, I mean, I think it's an acquired taste because it does touch on some kind of mysterious or creepy elements. Uh, but if you don't mind that at all, got to check it out. It's it's as good as like Silence of the Lambs. So that's that sort of um, you know genre. Yeah. Uh, great movie, great show, and and really, who 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 beat out uh, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson for actor that year? It was uh, Billy Bob Thornton for Fargo. For Fargo, I yeah. I mean, I wonder if they split the votes because I bet they did. I bet they, they were did. so amazing. I wouldn't have known which one to pick out of the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really were. You know, when I first watched it, I was all about McConaughey, and when I started thinking about it before rewatching, it's like, yeah, Woody Harrelson's just as good as McConaughey. He is, yeah, and we. While rewatching it, like it just further confirms. Yeah. Yep. In a lot of ways, they both kind of play dual roles. I mean, not only are we talking past and present, but Matthew McConaughey's character changed drastically from the flashbacks to the present day. Woody Harrelson's kind of changed from comic relief, funny dude, yeah, to going through some serious life issues and becoming a little bit more dramatic himself. Yeah. So, yeah, they were both really, really good. Ah, good show. Great yeah. show. Yeah. Rachel, what have you been watching lately? Uh, I haven't had a lot of time to watch stuff this week, 
But I do want to mention that Bates Motel is back, and if you're not watching Bates Motel, oh, then you should be watching Bates Motel. I'm so pumped. I did watch the first episode of this season. He's gone full Norman. So, oh, so you did watch the first one? Yes. Missy and I haven't watched it yet. We're so excited about it. Like, it's one of our but, favorite But, I mean, shows. you knew that. Yeah, I, mean, I knew we, he was going full He was, full he was pretty much there when the last season <sighs> ended, but he's well, going. Well, speaking of Trop of Thunder, I thought you were going to say he went full tard. So. <laughs> <laughs> Never go full tard. <laughs> Never go full Norman. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he's gone full Norman now, and... If you haven't watched the show and you're going to start watching it, just know that it's kind of a slow burn. It's a slow buildup, but the payoff is completely worth it. You know where it's going if you've seen Psycho. But not everybody has, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw the remake of it, so I know what happens. Who is? But anyway, it's it's a really good show. I'm hoping that maybe this season um, actress Norma uh, Vera Farmiga. Yes. Hopefully, she will get some recognition. She's really, really good in this, oh, and of course, awesome. Freddie Highmore is really good. Yeah, as Norman. But oh um, yeah, they're both. So the the two leads are really fantastic. You know, the rest of the cast is kind of filled out with okay to decent actors. Right. Actually, some of the there's a couple good actors in it besides the two leads, and there's some bad actors besides right. the two leads. But the two leads are fantastic. Like you can put them up against any other show. And I don't know how things will go this year because the good dramas are kind of going away. There's not a right. whole lot of good dramas anymore, so I don't know if this is going to yeah. start getting some nominations well, for Vera stuff or not. Well, Vera got nominated, I think, for a Golden Globe and uh, an Emmy for season two, I believe, but not season one or three, which is weird because she's been equally great throughout the whole right. run. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. I hope she starts to get some like serious recognition. Well, and especially because – I don't think this is a spoiler because Psycho, but like she's having to play as like evil Norman now too. Right. Like, yeah. So she's kind of doing a completely different role for yeah. herself being a, a psycho. She's so good. She's really, really good. But anyway, it's back. So if you haven't watched it, then you need to watch it. And if you haven't watched the first episode yet and you DVR'd it, or at least it picked up on my DVR, they did like a 15-minute recap of all of the seasons. That was really well done. Ooh. I'm sure it's on A&E's YouTube channel yeah. as well. But it's a really done recap of all three seasons. So Good that was enough. nice. I'm so excited you talked about Bates Motel. According to IMDb, Vera Farmiga has been nominated one time mm-hmm. uh, for an Emmy. No Golden Globes. Okay, so it wasn't okay. Emmy and not a Golden Globes. That's so weird because it's harder to get the Emmy yeah. nomination than the Golden Globe nomination. So, so hopefully really- she'll, she'll get some more recognition this season. Gosh, she's so good in it. Um, okay, uh, the only thing I really want to talk about show-wise, uh, I'm watching the the People versus O.J. Simpson. Have we talked about that at all on here? Yeah, yeah. we talked about it. Okay, then I'll just gloss over it really, really quick. Um, I'd say it's getting better and better as it goes on. It is, for sure. Uh, Missy and I are caught up now. When I first started watching, I was like, this is weird. This is Ross playing Shapiro. This is You get more is, used to you it. You get used to it. And it's, just, it's becoming like... I'm learning so much about the case that I didn't know, and I don't know if I knew it at one time and forgot or what, but it's kind of fun for me just to – I feel like I'm learning all about the O.J. Right. Simpson case for the first time. Sarah Paulson's great. Oh, she's re- she's the standout she in the is. cast. She's a good actress. What's so weird about that is I'm sure you've heard what's actually happened in the news about yeah, with the, the knife. construction worker having – Held on to a knife for 10 years. So it's yes. just kind of ironic that you happen to be watching that show. Or really that they just I'm released sure, the show. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that him bringing the knife forward has something to do with the fact that this case is popular again because of the That's show. That's true. So. He's probably looking to capitalize <laughs> yep, on it. I'm sure that Well, and it's interesting to see in the show, 
even some of the people trying to capitalize on OJ, even at that time. Right. And how right. that affected things. Uh, the only other thing, I, really quickly, uh, Rachel and I both watched How to Be Single. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot we watched that. Um, I, I won't get too far. <laughs> I, it's not really worth talking about too much. No. Because it was such a okay movie. It wasn't a bad movie by any means. It wasn't a good m- movie by any means. It was a perfectly average movie. Like, if I could think of... It was funny sometimes. It had a couple of decent dramatic scenes. It it had multiple resolutions where you're like, oh, I guess this is the yes. end of the movie. Nope. No, it's not. We still have like another 45 minutes left in this movie. Yeah, It, it ended like... I mean, is it exactly how the title reads? It, I thought it was really misleading. The trailers and the marketing were completely misleading because they... they Made it out to be oh a, this movie okay. a straight up comedy like in the wedding crashers, uh, bridesmaids mode, and it's not that. No, it's, I don't think it knew what it wanted to be. Real quick, no, if you're didn't. not sure what they're talking about, this is the movie that stars Dakota Johnson, Rebel Wilson, Leslie Mann, and Allison Brie. Yes, yeah, I saw those posters at the theaters, so yeah, I know nothing about this movie. It's a it's a good cast, and the cast is fine. The script is the problem. Yeah, it really doesn't know if it wants to be a comedy or a drama. Yep, and so it's okay at both. It's got some and funny it's, moments. It's got a lot of stuff that that bombs. Yeah, it's got some good dramatic moments, and then it's got some dramatic moments that are like totally unearned. And, and it's almost two hours long. That's way too long for that type yeah. of movie. Yeah. They could have cut out thirty minutes at least easily. Ah, speaking of a long comedy, I saw Spy also. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, Rebel Wilson plays Fat Amy again. Leslie Mann plays Leslie Mann again. Uh, Allison <laughs> Brie is trying to be like she's not smoking hot and can't get all the dudes she wants, uh, which was kind of weird. Uh, but my deal is this Dakota Johnson. They're trying to make her a thing. Uh, you know, she was in the one in Fifty Shades of Grey, and so I feel like Hollow is trying to make her a thing, but she's just again, she's just kind of average. She's well, mediocre. She is, she she's is kinda, Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith's right. daughter. Yeah. So she's the daughter of two average actors, and she's become she's an average actor. She's average looking. Yep. She's not really likable. She's not unlikable. She's not really funny. She's not not funny. She's just she's there. Not a good act. She's just kind of there. So it's yep. weird to me <laughs> that she's becoming a thing. Um. And her character wasn't all that likable. No. Since she was the main character. No. So if you want to see a, a perfectly average movie, go see How to Be Single. <laughs> <laughs> that is Pulp Fiction. Be sure to listen to our top five this week. It's going to be a fun list. Top five animal movies. Movies with a main character, at least, that is an animal in honor of Zootopia. Thank you for listening to Pulp Fiction. <laughs>